Hello, hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Come into the room. I apologize, you guys. I know I'm late. I actually was set to come on at 7 and then, you know, something important came up. And, you know, I'm always trying to be sensitive to the move of Holy Spirit. Sometimes, you know, we have plans, amen. And the Bible tells us in James that we should, we say we're going to do this tomorrow, or do this or that, or go this place or that place. But what we really should say is if it's the Lord's will, if it's the Lord's will, right? And so we just always, it's nothing wrong with making a plan, right? And 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 having a schedule, but we always want to be sensitive to the move of God because sometimes God is spontaneous. And so he might just change things up in the moment, amen. And so today, um, you know, I was able to, you know, connect with someone that is close to me and we both were in a place where we needed to be encouraged and we needed to be strengthened. And so, you know, when, when the phone call came through, you know, and I seen that it was getting closer to seven o'clock, you know, I thought about telling her, you know, Hey, let me call you back because I need to get on the podcast. But because, you know, I knew the day that I was having a man and I knew she was going through, you know, experience in her, in her um, life that in that moment, you know, we needed each other. We needed to encourage each other. We needed to uplift each other. So, you know, I decided to just stay on the conversation and then the Lord began to move. Amen. You know, I began to pray. And that's so funny how God is, because if I'm honest, today, I've just been feeling really, really down and really depleted and tired, like physically tired and, and spiritually tired. So I haven't been able to pray, you know, like I have been praying, amen. And um, so even I was saying to the Lord earlier, like, I need someone to pray for me. I need someone to pray for me. And like, probably within a few moments after me saying that, and I said it kind of under my breath, literally, I got a phone call and someone um, began praying. As soon as I answered the phone, they immediately went into prayer. And I was like, wow, Lord, that is so interesting. And I had that conversation. And then the next conversation I, I had with my sister, who I was just on the phone with. And so, you know, it was so interesting how I was able to then go into prayer um, and the Lord began to really move and he began to speak. And so that's why it's so important for us to be sensitive to the move of the Lord, even if it, you know, is outside of the schedule that we created or outside of our itinerary or our thought or what we, you know, what we were believing or thinking things should look like or to be. We always have to be open to how the Lord is going to, you know, today just tell you to go do this. And maybe you have plans to do something else. He may tell you to go here. He may tell you to call this person. He may tell you to do. We have to be open to allow the Lord to move. And that's the only way we're going to expect the unexpected. Look how the Lord just brought that all into, you know, all into alignment. Amen. Expecting the other unexpected is being in position for God to do the unexpected. Come on now. If you are so rigid, again, there's nothing wrong with order and organization there is nothing wrong with schedules but if you are so rigid and that you are so you know just um tunnel focused into ha things having to go according to your plans your schedule you are going to miss a move of god so I just, you know, that just came fresh off the press right there in that moment. But, you know, I'm here now. I know it's 840 here Eastern Standard Time. I apologize for those maybe who are looking to come on at seven and maybe, you know, um, you're not able to get on the live right now. Uh, I apologize. Um, and just please um, accept my apology. That's why I always upload the replay. So you're not going to miss out. Amen. God is still going to move. You will still be able to hear from the Lord what he is saying about expecting the unexpected. Right. And so. 
um, I just want to welcome everyone to the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, where we are redefining a woman's worth. I am your host, Janelle Renee, and I am so excited. You know, God is just so good, you know, because again, I said to the Lord earlier, and this is the honest truth. I said, Lord... I don't think I have, have it in me to do the podcast today. Like this early this morning, I just like, I don't think I have it in me. I don't even know what I'm going to say. I don't have nothing to say about expect the unexpected, right? The only reason why I titled it that is because I believe he led me to do so because I was actually going to title it something else. And then I felt impressed to title it expect the unexpected. But, you know, this morning, just kind of in, in the midst of my feelings and emotions of what I'm going through, I'm like, Lord, I don't have it in me. I don't even want to do the podcast and I don't have nothing to say. And I don't know what, what, what to even, you know, tell the people. So I was really not even going to get on. And so I just was like, Lord, um, that's interesting. You know, but God showed up, amen. He gave me the strength and I still don't know where he's going to go necessarily, if I'm honest, but I'm just here for him to use me to speak to me and through me as he's speaking to and through you um, to you guys through me, amen. So um, I just want to welcome all my new listeners. Thank you so much. I see that I have been getting people really been downloading, people really been supporting, people really been, you know, um, just really uh, just just supporting the podcast. It's been growing. I've, you know, gained some followers. And so I'm so excited. I appreciate you guys. I pray the Lord is blessing you. I pray the Lord sent you here in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray the Lord continues to use this podcast to encourage, uplift, and edify you. This is a safe place. This is a community where we are all growing in our true worth. We're growing and redefining our worth in the Lord. We are, you know, especially um, as women, you know, we are, you know, tearing down the stigma and the labels that life has put on us circumstances our past our history especially if you have dealt with promiscuity in your past you know you have you know a a history with sexual sin and you have you know lived a life where you have you know operated into in uh, living a life where you you know was sleeping around or you may just feel like you you made some mistakes relationally and you know you may have felt like you used your body or allowed your body to be used whatever the case may be god is a redeemer he's a restorer there is purity after promiscuity Amen. I'm a living witness. And also, even if you're just kind of someone who just come to the Lord or you're just looking how to grow, how to grow as a woman of God and how to walk in purpose and how to walk in your true identity as a queen, as a daughter of the most high God, you know, that is what this um, community is all about. And so I just thank you guys for coming into the room and supporting the podcast and um, for all my loyal listeners. Hey girl. Hey, thank you guys so much for continuing to support the podcast for continue to rock and roll with us. This is our fifth season. Our season is called Queens in the promised land. And this is all about how we are to reign and rule in the promise and in the place of answered prayer. Even if you have not completely walked into it, this is the season of crossover. So even though it may not look like it yet, you may not have seen the manifestation, but regardless in the spirit realm, you've crossed over many of us, not all, but many of us. And so we still need to be equipped with the tools, the wisdom, the knowledge, right? And how to, um, you know, how to rule, how to, re- how to reign, you know, in, in our 
support, continue to listen, continue to tune in. Um, you can always support the podcast by sharing, sharing with your community, your family, your friends, sharing on your social media um, and um, liking and leaving a comment, right? Um, some platforms that the podcast is on, you are able to engage, you're able to leave a comment, you are able to, you know, um, connect with me. And so I would love to hear from you. Let me know how the podcast is blessing you. You know, if you have any type of, you know, feedback for me, I am open to hear it. Um, also, um, I also do leave my um contact information my email in the description box if you want to contact me for prayer or coaching services i am a um coach i um am a purity and purpose and relationship coach what does that mean i help women to you know walk and live in a lifestyle of abstinence maybe they come from like i said promiscuity or maybe they just didn't know they don't know kind of how to you know what that looks like how to transition into you know being um living a lifestyle of abstinence and purity sex right there's so much more that comes with it there's an emotional aspect a spiritual aspect a mental aspect that all you know plays a part in you um living a lifestyle of purity and abstinence so i do help women navigate that as well as um discovering their um god-given purpose and um also um helping women to um have healthy and whole fruitful relationships amen godly relationships built on the principles and the word of god right so we are able to walk in the fullness of you know the the blessings that god has for us in relationships whether it's romantic whether it is you know friendships a family relationship even if the relationship with yourself because the first relationship that outside of god right our relationship with god should be healthy and fruitful and it should be solid and then our relationship with ourselves. that's why the you know the bible tells us to love our neighbor as ourselves well if you don't know how to love your neighbor then it's really hard i mean excuse me if you don't know how to love yourself then it's really hard for you to love your neighbor amen um and so you know these are things that the lord has um graced and blessed me um to have victory in and overcome and to help other people do the same so if you would like coaching please um, contact me via email that will be in the description box but without further ado welcome and even my brothers i know sometimes my brothers get on i appreciate you guys because let me tell you something god is a god for all the people he is not gender specific as much as i am a woman so of course you know i am um more apt to and you know experience in you know being able to relate to and speak to women however the word you know is if it's reaching you if it's touching you if it's resonating with you if god is speaking through me to you by all means continue to listen continue to support you are more than welcome here it's not just for my sisters because it may be a word that god is needing to get to one of his sons so i do appreciate my brothers who follow who download who stream who listen i appreciate you y'all not forgot and you know and y'all I, I see y'all and i want to acknowledge y'all and y'all mean so much to me as well and i thank you my brothers for supporting the podcast and i pray the lord is you know using me to be a blessing in your life in the name of jesus so thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast it really does mean so much to me it, it really y'all have no idea <laughs> this this thing get real sometimes and you know it's not always easy to get up here especially when i'm still figuring out lord how you got me you know 
doing a uh, doing a complete season about queens in the promised land when i'm still waiting to you know actually fully walk into my promised land but see that those are the things that you know the lord is always looking who has faith and sometimes you just got to do it by faith you don't always have to see it we have to walk by faith and not by sight and so god i'm like lord how is it that you got me speaking and ministering to these to your children about this and i'm like truly i'm still waiting to see it and you know he's just like because sometimes he is trying to prepare us because we're literally in the in that place of walking in you know and crossing over that it's any day now and so some of us are needing to get this the the wisdom and the knowledge and the tools that he has been using me to release because we are any day now and some of us are already in that time in that place of promise wherever you are it still is um relevant to you so i just admonish you to just continue to listen and let the lord minister to you as he continues to you know speak especially through me i know you guys will probably hear traffic you will probably hear cars um you may hear you know some noises um i apologize i'm in my car um you know this is just kind of what it is right now um until the lord see fit to you know transition us into our new season well to our new space um we are in our new season but to our new space you know i just have to you know work with what i have um prayerfully it's not much of a distraction if so again i apologize it's not anything i can do about it but i'm going to continue to go forward and stay um committed and faithful to the to the assignment that the lord has given me and so today's episode is called expect the unexpected and I thought that was so interesting because the Lord spoke that in that prophetic release that he had me do um, Tuesday. And again, that, you know, was a surprise in and of itself because I don't do the podcast on Tuesday. I don't do uh, prophetic releases in that way publicly like that. That is a new thing. That is something the Lord really just started um, <laughs> It's beckoning me to do honestly that is something that you know he has been training me in for years um behind the scenes and i've actually got very 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 comfortable <laughs> with just being behind the scenes right just kind of doing it behind the scenes and only like the close people to me knowing and you know how the lord speaks through me and stuff like that but there's a time where God is saying that your season of training is in preparation and processing has completed. And now he's going to reveal you. He is going to unveil you. You're going to break forth. And so this is that season for many of us. And so the Lord has been doing something new in my life. He has been really using me um, in, in ways that, you know, publicly that I have not been using. He's really been stretching me and my gifting. And, um, you know, it's been uncomfortable and, and it's been something that I'm tr still getting used to. But to God be the glory. And so even Tuesday wasn't unexpected. It was a surprise. And, you know, there has been other little surprises and unexpected things that has happened this um, week to me personally and to people that I know. And so that's how I knew the Lord was continuing to confirm to me that this episode is about expect the unexpected, even down to the fact that I had to have this conversation with my sister in Christ before I got on the podcast today. It was unexpected, right? It was a surprise and, and it ended up being uh, such a blessing.
blessing to me because I was in a place of being drained. I was in a place, you know, to where my faith was just really dwindling. And I, I was just very, very, you know, weakened in that moment. And I just didn't even feel like I could even pray for myself. And next thing you know, the spirit of the Lord just began to move through me. And I just started praying. And then in the midst of the praying, I started prophesying. And so again, Lord, the Lord is going to do a, do things that are so unexpected. That's why you can't be so rigid. You cannot be so married to your idea of what things are supposed to look like or your idea of a schedule or your idea, you know, of an itinerary, you know, or put yourself in a box of it has to look like this or it can only come this way because you're going to miss it. God is doing things in an unexpected way. And so you got to stay in expectation. Amen. And so what does that look like? Staying in expectation is not me just assuming that this is how it's going to be, that the Lord must going to do it like this, that the Lord must is going to bless me through this particular way, or it has to come through this particular door. No, because then we set ourselves up for disappointment. And I'm speaking from experience because I've been in expectation for some time now, but the problem has been, I've been in expectation, but I've attached I've attached my idea of what it's supposed to look like. I've attached my idea of the time frame. And because I've done that, I've ended up being very disappointed. I've been very, and then I become very discouraged. And then next thing you know, I'm hopeless. And then next thing you know, you know, it's just a downward spiral. And then now I'm in unbelief and I'm in doubt. And now I'm, you know, questioning. And now I'm, you know, having a temper tantrum. And, and I'm just, you know, saying things to God and, you know, just um, accusing of him, you know, forsaking me and not being there and all of the things, because now I'm totally overtaken by my emotions and my feelings and my circumstance, because I didn't allow my, my expectations to turn into, you know, uh, my idea of what, how I thought God is supposed to do what he said. And so when we have an expectation, but we tie it to a reality or an idea of what we believe it should be, then that's when we get into that place of disappointment. So God wants us to be free, and he, but he wants us to be in expectation. That means he wants us to be, be in a place of belief, being in a place of faith, believing that God is going to come through. He's going to say what he told, what he's going to do what he told you, right? He's going to fulfill the, finish fulfilling the promise or fulfill that promise. He's going to answer that prayer. He's going to rescue out of your situation. He's going to turn it around for you. He's going to heal you. He's going to restore you, whatever it is, right? Just being in expectation that God's word is true and it's not return it to him void right but not having that idea of oh god must is going to do it like this he must going to use this person it must going to come through this opportunity because again then we'll miss it we'll miss it and had i had i been so focused on my idea of the schedule that i put in place about the time the podcast is supposed to be when i've already said publicly that i yield this podcast to the lord that this podcast is his so if i truly yield this podcast to the lord then that means if the lord disrupt my schedule and i can't get on the podcast at seven but i'm still doing his business and he's still being glorified i need to be able to shift to do that and so that's what being an expectation is because i didn't know what god was going to do today I didn't know how God was going to bring me out of my low place. I didn't know how God was going to strengthen me and encourage me so I can get to a place where I have the, the truly have the energy and have the, um, attitude the right attitude to come do the podcast because if i'm honest i probably would have tried my best to get on the podcast had i not had that conversation i probably would have tried to get 
on the podcast and do my best to sound like, you know, that I'm encouraged. Or I might have would have got on here and just was completely honest with you guys. Like, listen, I'm sorry. My energy is low. I'm not feeling it. You know, I'm going through a hard time right now. But God didn't want me to get on like that. So I needed to be in the in the moment and allow God to move how he wanted to move because he needed to do something in order to ignite my faith. So when I got on here, I'm not pretending and I'm not faking. I can get on here and I'm coming out and, and I'm being authentic and I'm genuine about what I'm saying. And I have this, this the, the energy behind it is true and it's authentic that I'm really coming from a place of being refreshed and renewed and restored because I was able to get filled up. Sometimes the reason why we are experiencing that hopelessness or that despair or that um that that depression or that you know discouragement is because we are depleted we've poured out you know i've been doing a lot this week you know the lord had me do that prophetic release on tuesday then he had me do another video on you know like that following day and then he's been you know i've been in the word studying and he's been revealing things to me and then you know i was having a conversation with a um close sister of mine yesterday and the lord was speaking you know so it's been you know a lot of me giving and pouring out and so sometimes you have to be refilled and when you don't allow the lord to refill you and refresh you then the next thing you know you are depleted and you're drained and i've literally i've been feeling physically drained and depleted to the point where out earlier i just went to lay down to take a nap and i had not too long got up but i felt so exhausted and so that's because the lord was needing me to be refreshed and so i had to expect the unexpected i had to know that the lord was not going to allow me to carry on and not have what I need and in the moment do I think I need other things absolutely in the moment I'm like Lord listen I need provision in the moment Lord I'm still like where's our home in the moment I'm still like Lord you know where's x y and z but the Lord was like no daughter what you really need is you need you need to uh to have your cup filled up you need to have your cup overflowing right and so he sent two sisters really back to back to fill me up to pour into me right to speak life into me so that i was able to have the energy and able to have the capacity y'all i think this is a motorcycle about to ride past so y'all might hear that i apologize it is it's not as it's not as loud so that's good but yeah i'm sorry guys but yes and so i needed to be refilled but see i did not know that that's what god was going to do i did not know that god was going to you know fill me up and refresh me and renew me i did not know that and so it was unexpected you know i did not know that these phone calls was really going to come in today i did not know that i was going to get you know blessed today i did not know the lord just did a new thing he did the unexpected and this is why he is saying expect the unexpected there are some unexpected things that's happened to me this week that i just was like wow i had no idea that was going to happen you know i've heard testimonies you know from um like my good sister that i spoke to on the phone you know last night she has some unexpected money and blessings just you know in her you know in her mail you know there was some unexpected news right there was some unexpected blessings there was some unexpected things right that happened because god is saying expect the unexpected he is still giving out surprises and these are not surprises where it's going to bring you grief and bring you sorrow no these are good surprises where the lord is going to begin to restore that smile on your face the lord see your countenance has fallen right um even in the promised land make no mistake about it even in the land of 
um, answered prayers. That does not mean that we still not going to go through. That does not mean we still won't have opposition. That does not mean that we still won't have battles. That does not mean warfare won't be there. So we cannot be mistaken and think that, you know, because we have crossed over and we're in the place of promise and we're living out the, the um, our answer prayers that everything is just going to always just be peaches and cream. No, you may have peace on every side for a season. Yes. Solomon had peace on every side for, uh, for a season, you know, but there's always a time and a season for war. There's a time and a season for peace. There's a time for in a season to build to tear down and there's a time in a season to build up. So there's always different times and seasons for everything under the sun. And so even in the place of promise, there will be moments where we will have to, you know, continue to fight the good fight of faith. We will continue to have to press into our press into the Father. We still gonna have to stretch our faith and believe. Where there's gonna be something else we gotta believe for. Come on now. Once he answers this, that's not the end. That's you know, that's not the end all be all. There's gonna be the next thing. Amen. You know, you're going to get married. And then the next thing you might be believing for is children. The next thing you believe for maybe for a home. The next thing you're believing for maybe for, you know, something else. Right. It's going to be something. So we have to be in a place where we know that the Lord is still going to require us to bear down in faith. And in that faith, we have to still expect the unexpected. We got to expect God to move for us. We got to expect God to give us what we need. We got to expect God to not leave nor forsake us. We got to expect God to work everything for our good. We got to expect God to, you know, do the miraculous in our life. We have to expect the unexpected, no matter what it looks like. Yes, it may not be the thing that you really are thinking about or wanting. It may not be the thing that you're desiring in that moment, but God is still going to do something grand in your life. He is still going to do something new. He's still going to surprise you. He still is going to do the unexpected. So this is a season of new, new beginnings, surprises, the unexpected. He keeps saying, I, I didn't heard it so many times, right? That God is doing something new. He's doing something amazing. Surprise, surprise. You know, I, I got a message and in the text message, the thing says surprise, you know, and then I just keep hearing the word surprise. And, you know, I keep hearing the expect the unexpected. So God is still, even, even if you are already in your promise, God still got gifts for you. God still got good things for you. God is still going to do even more for you. You don't just get into the promise and he's like, oh, that's it? That That's all you get? No, we serve a good God who delights in giving good gifts to his children. He delights in seeing us prosper. He delights in, you know, answering our prayers. And so he delights in doing the unexpected in our life. He delights in us, you know, waking up not knowing that today he is going to blow our minds. That today he's going to, you know, uh, open the door. That today he is going to give us unusual favor that today he is going to pour out a blessing he delights that today you know the day of your of your um warfare is going to end right expect the unexpected expect the unexpected i don't even think this is going to be a long episode today because that's the that's just the word expect the unexpected like god is doing a new thing god is moving among us we are under an open heaven. The doors are open. I know it don't look like it for some of us. I know the enemy is trying to keep us distracted. I know, you know, that our circumstances are sometimes speaking louder than our faith or the word of the Lord or the word the Lord spoke over us. I know that. Trust me, I live it. But 
you still got to expect the unexpected. You still got to wake up every day believing that today can be the day that God moves on my behalf. Today can be the day that I actually see the thing that I've been praying for. Today can be the day that I actually come out victorious. You are already victorious, but you come out of all of the having to do all the warfare. Today can be the day where you get that approval. Come on now. I know some of us have been getting denials. I don't even know. This must be the Lord because I this I wasn't, this just came to my spirit, but some of us have been getting denied for things. You've been going out for jobs, filling out applications. You've been submitting resumes, going on interviews. You've been going on virtual interviews and everybody is like denying you. Like they're, they're saying, unfortunately, we're not moving forward with you. Or, you know, unfortunately, you know, we, we chose to go in a different direction. You know, you might've applied for a place to live, you know, and you've been getting denied, you know, from apartments maybe if you apply for a mortgage you've been getting denied right you you maybe apply for school you know you're trying to get into a particular college you know and you've been getting denied right maybe you even tried to do something as small as apply for some kind of credit card but you've been getting denied come on now <laughs> what the lord spoke to me earlier in the conversation i was having with this with my sister before i got on the podcast he said you're you are looking too low catch that he said you're looking too low he said you know we are children of the most high god he is the king of kings the lord of lords he is the most high god he is the 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 creator of the heavens and the earth right and in that we are his children and we are his heirs right we are co-heirs to the throne of grace and we are heirs and we are his inheritance and we have an inheritance in him and he is saying that some of us is looking too low some of us are still operating in a out of a place of comfort and what makes sense to us some of us are still you know only going as far as is as our ability can take us right so we're not really trusting him we're not really depending on him we are really just staying within the confines of what we can control so we're only stepping out on a little bit of faith we're only stepping out on a little bit of trust we're only stepping out as far as out the boat as far as we think that we can make sure we can keep ourselves safe but the father is saying it's time for you to step out the boat it is time for you to totally come out the boat and to step on the waters of faith and what else he said in the conversation with me and her he said there is a special anointing on those who step out on crazy faith in this season hear me again there is a special anointing for on those who will step out on crazy faith and so that's where the unexpected really is going to unfold because if you got crazy faith if you don't know what crazy faith is crazy faith is like you know that you don't qualify for this million dollar house you know you ain't got the income you ain't got it ain't in your budget you know you ain't got the credit you ain't got the nothing but in faith you go and apply anyway you know you ain't qualified for this job you know you ain't never you know did nothing remotely close to this job you know that you don't have what it takes but you apply anyway come on now hallelujah you you know you know lord that you that your sat you know and and, and that your act scores is too low you know you really don't have the gpa but you go ahead and you apply for princeton anyway <laughs> you go ahead and you apply for yale anyway you apply for harvard anyway and so the lord is saying that for those who have crazy faith there is a special anointing on those who will trust god who will really put him to the test because if you are doing something that 
that you have the ability to do for yourself, then you do not need God. God is looking for those who will really allow him to put his 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 splendor and his power on display. You cannot expect the unexpected if you're not willing to do the unexpected. The Lord has said, the only way you will see something you've never seen if you've done something you have never done. So you can't stay in that place of comfort and think you're going to see the miraculous. You can't stay on the boat and think you're going to walk on water. You cannot. It is not so. If you're going to really want, you really want to see the move of God, you really going to have to step out on faith like you never stepped out before. Even for those of us in the promise, you're on your way to the promise. You got to be willing to go to that next level. You're going from faith to faith. So whatever the amount of faith that you needed for to get into the promise in order to maintain the promise and go to the next level in the promise, you're going to have to have another level of faith. When the Lord come and tell you, that even though the doctor have gave you report after report and got all the medical uh, the medical science to back up why they telling you that you cannot conceive and you will not ever have a child but the Lord has come to you and he said by this time next year you will have a son you got to have crazy faith to believe him you got to have crazy faith that you will go to the store and you will start buying pampers you got to have crazy faith that you will start going buying onesies why because you believe the word of the Lord you believe his report and not the report of man you got to be that one who when the people deny you and tell you that your credit is too low or your income is too low or you don't got what it takes and you can't be approved and nobody's going to be able to, to approve you and you won't better get a home that you believe anyway and that you keep applying or that you go out and you start buying stuff for your new home and you start um, you start uh, you know making plans you know you start decreeing you start going to the place that you believe in for and you start walking on and you decree the word over it you begin to pray over it you begin you know to lay claim to it you begin to continue to to seek the lord on who you need to connect to and what mortgage company and what realtor do you need to connect to the connect to that's going to bring his word to pass you don't let that report stop you you continue to go forward in crazy faith you don't have to be qualified by man's standards because god has qualified you and so he's saying expect the unexpected but in order for you to really truly see a move of god like never before you're going to have to step out on faith like never before it doesn't make no sense. Faith does not make sense. It's not going to fit into the confines of your logical mind. It's going to make no sense. It's going to seem like, you know, it is impossible. It's supposed to look impossible because the Bible says that it's impossible with man, but all things are possible with God. And so with God, everything is possible for those who believe. And so he needs some believers today. He needs those that truly is going to believe him at his word. He needs those who are not going to be moved when the people say, that that they give you a report that that is in that is not in agreement with what he said. He needs people who is going to continue to go forward and, and 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 produce Isaac and not settle for Ishmael because a lot of people have been settling. A lot of people have set it for what's small. A lot of people who has settled for for what's beneath what God had for them because that was what they were comfortable with. But it is time to get out of that place of comfort. It is time for you to step into the place of faith because faith ain't comfortable. Faith is 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 the substance of of things hoped for is evidence that things have not seen, but it's not comfortable. It's uncomfortable to go out and, and to apply after you've been denied 20 times. It's uncomfortable to go out and to start buying stuff for a baby that you don't, that you ain't, don't even know you can have. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to start, you know, buying things for your new house and you don't even know how you're going to get a house. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to start, you know, believing that and declaring that you already been matriculated into this, to this in universe 
adversity when you've already been denied. It's, it, it, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for you to be believing for your kingdom spouse or just believing for marriage and you go out and you get to a wedding dress or you go out and you pick your venue or you go out and you start pricking out your bridesmaids dresses or you go out and start buying, you know, little decor and little things for your for your for your wedding. See, that's uncomfortable. But those are the people God is looking for. He's looking for those that got the crazy faith because the, the, those that have the crazy faith can expect the unexpected. So when you see people and you see that the hand of God move miraculously in their life, when you see people give their testimony of how God did the miraculous, don't sit back and look and say, oh, how did that happen for them? And don't be jealous and don't be envious if you chose not to get out the boat because you like to be comfortable because the walking on water is uncomfortable. And we know that because Peter, when he began to walk on water, the moment he took his eyes off Jesus and put his eyes on the circumstances and the reality of where he was, he began begin to sink so the moment you begin to look at your circumstances the moment you begin to look at all of the evidence around you that's telling you that you're not qualified that it can't happen for you that it don't happen for people like you and because nobody else in your family that you can't be the one the devil is the light a liar you will be the first god will use you to be the first you will be the first in your generation you will be the first in your bloodline the first in your family don't you make no mistake about it but you got to be willing to walk out on faith to have crazy faith you got to really be willing to believe god at his word you got to be willing to, to not be moved by circumstances, not be moved about by your bank account, not be moved about by your credit score. You, God don't need your credit score. God don't need your bank account. He don't need nothing. God is God all by himself. All he needs is your faith. See, that's our part. Our faith is this faith without works is dead. Yes, there are things we need to do in the action of faith, but sometimes what your action is, is faith. And so God is speaking to those who got great faith in this hour. Those are the ones that he's going to use great and mightily. Those are the ones that's going to see the miraculous and going to expect the unexpected and going to see the hand of God move like never before. When that scripture, eyes have not seen and ears have not heard, nor has it entered into the hearts of man, what God is going to do for his people. We like to quote it, say it, receive it, believe it. But guess what? It's going to take. It's going to take crazy faith to see the eyes not seen. It's going to take crazy faith. And so God is speaking to a people and he's saying, are you is it you? God's eyes are constantly wandering, wandering uh, uh, over the earth, seeking who is there one who has faith, one who will stand in the gap for the land. Is there one who will believe for the nation, for the nation to, to turn to the Lord? Is there one who, who will believe that the government will be set upon his shoulders? Is there the one that I believe for, for revival like never before? Is it is there going to be one? Is there going to be one that believe that those people that are caught up in these other lifestyles and in this lifestyles of sin and in darkness is going to come out? Is it going to be one that's believing for the harvest? Is it going to be one that's believing for those in your family to be saved? Is it going to be the one, right? He's looking for the one. God don't need many you don't have to have a huge support system all you need is god all he need is your faith and see you got to understand that god is doing something so profound in this hour because of this is the dispensation of time where god has released miracles and signs and wonders we are under a open heaven and it is those people who are willing to step out into the extraordinary it is those people who are ready to step out into that sea of faith into that place of crazy 
crazy faith where you're believing God. You don't care what he say. You don't care what he tell you. You don't care what it look like. You don't care what the report is that you go on with God, that you 10 toes down with God, that you going to say, Lord God, if you said it, it is so. I believe you. I don't care how many times I've been told no. I don't care how many times I've been denied. If you said I'm going to own this house, I'm going to own this house, Lord God. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I believe that you are. And I, Lord, what is my part in it? Show me. What is it that you need me to do so I can come in agreement with you, that I can partner with you? Because Amos 3 and 3, like, how can two walk together lest they agree? How can I agree with you for this promise? How can I agree for, agree with you for this thing that I'm believing for? How can I agree with you, Lord? Because I trust you. And when God tell you, when God tell you to go, go. When God tell you to connect with this person, connect with this person. When God tell you to email that person, email that person. When God tell you to apply to this particular company, apply. When God tell you to, to, to move to this place, move. Whatever he tell you to do, do it and do it in faith and expectation. Do it with, and with, with knowing that God is going to do something miraculous in your life. He is going to provide you with whatever it is that you need. You do not have to worry about natural things. That is not for the kingdom. Those of us who are in the kingdom, God supplies all of our needs according to his riches and glory. So whatever it is you need to get to do to secure, to obtain whatever God has called you to take possession of, he will find a way to get it into your hand. I'm not saying go and quit your job. I'm not saying go and close down your business. I'm not saying, you know, not to do what is good and what is right and what is practical. But what I am saying is don't think because you don't have any of those things that God still won't do the miraculous because he will. Because he will. Because some of us think that we're not qualified because we not we don't make a certain amount. We our credit score is this is, is too low because you know we are in this particular tax bracket. Oh, because we ain't never seen no one in our family do it. Because you know, we've been told, you know, that we, you know, can never, you know, acquire that thing, or that's too big, or we shouldn't think that big, or you know, we shouldn't be believing for that, or you know, we don't got what it takes. The devil is a liar. God says that he's justified you and he's qualified you. So if you've been qualified by God, then you have, that's all you need. You man, God will cause men. The Bible says the heart of the king is in the Lord's hand and he turns it like the rivers. He turns it anywhere that he desires, right? It's, I might be paraphrasing it, but he will turn it anywhere he pleases. So that means whoever has that authority, right? Whoever has that power, whoever has the ability to make happen, whatever it is that you need to be made happen, the Lord will turn their heart. The Lord will turn their heart. The Lord will cause your enemies to bless you. See, that's the unexpected. When the people, the very people who've been coming against you, the very people who've been plotting against you, who've been talking about you, who've been secretly throwing them darts behind your back, who've been betraying you and backbiting you, who've been gossiping and slandering you, the same people who've been plotting on your downfall, the same people who's laughing like, aha, because you you down for the count. They think you down for the count. Those are those will be the very people that the Lord will cost to bless you. Make no mistake about it. How do, where do I get this from? You can go to Ezra um six you can go to ezra six the lord just took me there the other day and in that it's all about how the 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 governors of 
over the Euphrates, um, the governors in Babylon who was trying to oppose and come against the work of the Lord that the Lord has given the, the exiles, the people of God to do to rebuild the temple. They had opposed the work and they tried to bring a case against the people of Israel to the king. And then it came about where the king needed to find if there was some type of evidence or some type of decree that was written by the king before him, by King Cyrus, who, who said um, about the this situation concerning the rebuilding of the temple and so there was a search that went forth and the search recovered that indeed that king cyrus had already put a decree out that the that the people of god that the jews were supposed to be able to go and and and, and rebuild jerusalem and rebuild the house of god and then and so king darius and because the enemies of the people of god was the ones who tried to bring a case against them was trying to bring a case against them to the king to get them to have to stop building and to stop, you know, um, rebuilding the temple of God. They wanted to stop the work. They wanted to, to stop the move of God from happening. But see, it backfired on them. And instead of them being able to, to fulfill their evil agenda uh, by trying to get the king to come against and stop and put a decree to stop them from building, what happened was the king not only found and discovered the decree saying that they are to rebuild the house of God, he made a decree and said not only are they to to go and they are to to rebuild the house of God in Jerusalem that 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 they were that that the governors who were coming against them was to stay away from the work they were not supposed to come against the work in any way and they were actually supposed to be the ones to help them to fulfill the work that they were supposed to give the people of God the finances come on somebody you got to hear this the finances to build God's house they were to take the money out of the royal treasury from the taxes that were being collected in that province that these were governors over so they were supposed to take the money from that they were probably to collect for their salaries that they were supposed to take the money from the treasury from the royal treasury from the taxes that are being collected over their providence and hand it to the people of God and he said not only was they supposed to do it but they were supposed to do it daily everything that they needed they were supposed to give they had to give the Israelites they had to help they had to support they had to you know they had to um provide for the people that they were coming against and bringing a case against and opposing the enemy caused them to bless them and the king made a decree that they were supposed to do it diligently and they were not supposed to hinder the work and that if any person came against this work if any person stopped the work from going from going forward that they were they would die that they will be over that they will be impaled and that and that the lord will overtake them and overthrow them and so the, the king he put a hedge of protection around them and so he made sure the lord made sure that his the work of the lord whatever the lord had gave them the assignment he gave them to do was going to not only just be fulfilled but they was not going to have to come out of their own pocket they wasn't going to have to figure out how they were going to get the money the finances the income the resources the lord provided all of it and he used their enemies and he used their enemies and he used a pagan king to bless them so you have to know that 
the Lord is going to use the very people that have been coming against you to bless you. You will be surprised of the people who will come to you and say, the Lord told me to. The Lord put it on my heart too. I want to come and apologize that I've been coming against you. I want to repent to you because I know that I, you know, spoke ill of you or I tried to oppose you. You know, I was giving you a hard time and the Lord told me to bless you. You will be surprised the very person who was giving you denials and denials, who was discouraging you, will all of a sudden say, you know what, this time, you, you know what, the Lord put it on my heart to approve you. And not only am I going to approve you, but I'm going to give you, you know, some kind of, you know, extra incentives or, you know, I'm going to make sure that you're able to get, you know, all of these extra, you know, um, you know, extra money and extra discounts or whatever it is to go according to if you're trying to get your house or if you're trying to get a place, apartment, if you're trying to, you know, to, you know, whatever it is, the Lord will use your enemies. And it will be unexpected. It will be unexpected. God will use people in positions of power who not even believers. King Darius who put this decree forth, he was not a believer. But yet and still, God put it on his heart that he favored the people of God. He favored the exiles and he made sure that everything went according to the plan that there, not only that King Cyrus put forth, but that whatever the Lord revealed to him, that it was done according to a specific way. It was done according at a specific time. It was done according to a, you know, into the ways of the Lord. He made sure that everything was done in excellence and to the T that he did not, he did not miss a beat. They had everything they needed. He said, whatever they need for sacrifices, whatever they need for um, resources, timber and, 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 for, and cut stones and whatever it was that they needed for the rebuilding of God's temple, for the building up of God's house, they were provided. They didn't have to work for it. They didn't have to beg for it. They didn't have to borrow it. It was given to them freely. And the same ones that was opposing them and coming against them and bringing a case against them to try to stop the work are the ones that the Lord caused to bless them. So if you think that God can't do it for you, you think you got to expect the unexpected. God will do the unexpected. God will cause people to unexpectedly bless you. He will cause people to unexpectedly favor you. He will cause things to unexpectedly to go uh, in your favor. He will do it if you have the faith to believe. If you have the faith to believe. If you have the faith to believe. God will do the unexpected. You should be in expectation. You should be expecting the unexpected. You should be expecting God to move in your life. You should be expecting to see the miraculous. As children of the Most High, as children of God, as believers, we shouldn't expect anything less than the miraculous. We shouldn't expect to have to receive the same thing that the people in the world get. We shouldn't expect to, to receive, you know, the bare minimum, just enough, barely enough. We should not expect that. Not children of the Most High. We shouldn't expect that. 
You shouldn't expect to have to be living on the world system. You shouldn't expect to have to be on welfare. You shouldn't expect to have to be on public assistance. You should not to say that anything is wrong with that stuff. No, it has its place and its time. But there, when we are in the in the kingdom, we are not of this world. We are in this world, not of this world. We are not of this system. This system is not the system that provides for us. It's not the system that we live by. We are under the kingdom. God is our source. He is our provider. And it's not to say that there are not practical things that need to be put in place and need to be done. By all means, do what you got to do. If the Lord is calling you to go to school, get a trade, get a degree, get a license, start a business, get a job, whatever he's called. If he's telling you to work on your credit, sweetheart, do it. But just don't think that God is limited to just that. Just don't think that. Don't think that you can have none of those things. Don't think that you don't even have to have a job and the Lord still won't bless you with a home, a business, a family, a marriage, whatever. Don't think for one moment that he cannot. Don't think for one moment that he can't take your two fish and five loaves. Maybe you feel like you only make minimum wage. You don't really make that much. You barely getting by. Don't think for one moment that he can't take that and he can't multiply it and you still live in a place of more than enough. Don't think that. Don't think that. Don't think because your credit score is 300, 400, 500, you know, low 600s, whatever. And, and by man standards and by the credit credit uh, bureau standards, that's low. That's not even good. That's not fair. That's below average. That means that you don't qualify for nothing. And if you do, you're going to have to pay a sky high interest rate. The devil is a liar. Don't let. What's going on in the economy and in the Federal Reserve and how interest rates have skyrocketed and at an all-time high since in the last 22 years. Do not think for one second that you can't get to the day that you close, that the day you're supposed to solidify on your, on, on your rate that for some reason the rates drop that day. Don't think that it cannot happen. Don't think that you can't go get that car and that you're going to have to, you know, have this astronomical, you know, um, interest rate. Don't think that. Don't think that God can't bless you to where you get a car and you don't have a car note. Don't think that. Whatever it is God desires to do and whatever the desire is that he put in your heart, do not believe that he is unable to provide or perform it. God can do all things but fail. God don't need us for anything. He choose to use us and work through us and partner with us, but he does not need us. He don't need our job. He don't need our degree. He don't need our intellect. He don't need our knowledge and he don't need our permission. He is God. He is Lord, but he chooses. He chooses to work in us and through us. But do not think for one second that your circumstance dictates the miracle that God can perform in your life because it does not. The more you don't qualify, the more you qualify. The more it ain't in your power and it's in his spirit, the more the more you are in a position for a miracle. If you got it all together and you got everything that it takes and you know you your credit score is 850 and you got a lot a whole bunch of money in the bank and you know you you you've been on your job 10 and 20 years you know and you make you know six figures or you know close to it and you and you got all the right ingredients and there's nothing wrong with that. You worked hard for it baby, you go ahead and do your thing. But see it's nothing like when you ain't got all that. 
and God still come through for you. See, that's a different that that's a different level of praise because you know that you know if it had not been for the Lord. See, we need some. God is looking for some if it had not been for the Lord, people. No shade against those who who did who did it right, who made the right decisions, who went to school, who got the degree, who studied hard, who worked hard. To God be the glory. You deserve whatever blessings and whatever you got. To God be the glory. But I'm talking to the people who don't qualify. I'm talking to the people who ain't got it all together. I'm talking to the people who done made some mistakes. I'm talking to the people who ain't never, you know, had had that uh, six figures job. I'm talking to the people whose credit score ain't ain't good. I'm talking to the people who've been denied before. I'm talking to the people who know that they don't qualify. I'm talking to the people who know if it's not for the Lord, if the Lord don't do it, it cannot be done. Those are the people God is looking for in this hour. God is looking for the people who, who have no other way but him. Do you have crazy faith? Will you believe God? Will you trust God? Will you believe that he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all you could think, ask, or imagine? Will you expect the unexpected? Well, that's the word today that is what you know the lord has put on my heart to say expect the unexpected and and really have crazy faith and again i ain't just saying this to you all i'm talking to myself because i'm gonna tell you right now it is so easy to say you got faith you trust god you believe god when you're not really going through nothing and it's no shade because i've been in the place of being in abundance i've been there Amen. I've been there not having to worry about money. I've been there having way more than enough. I've been there to have all my needs met. I've been there being able to pay all my bills in full. I've been there where I, the, it wasn't a thought about money. I didn't worry about money. I didn't worry about how I was going to pay my bills. I've been there. Okay. I've been there when I can go into the store and literally pick anything I want and buy it. I've been there. Cash, not needing credit. I've been there. Okay. And it's something different when you know that you have some capacity to make happen logically what it is you're believing for. See, my faith was different when I had that money and I was under contract and I was buying a home. My faith was different because at the end of the day, I knew I had the finances to do so. I knew I qualified by man's standards. I had two pre-approvals. I had the money. I had the money for the down payment. I had all of that. My credit was where it needed to be. I was in a position that I knew I qualified. My faith was set up different. But see, it's something else. It's something else when you ain't got that money. It's something else when your credit score ain't that. It's something else when you know that you don't have what it takes. It's something else. Your faith is different. See, and that's why sometimes God allows us to go into a place of not having those things because God wants us to see him move in the miraculous. 
Because yes, I can say God blessed me with this house and it will be a blessing. And not to say that God did not, but it's a whole nother thing for me to know that I know that I didn't have the money, that I didn't qualify, that my credit score wasn't where it needed to be. And I still got the house and I know it wasn't nobody but God. That's a different level of praise. It's no shade to you, to people who got it, you know, and you're a go get your house. This is a, this is a time where there's favor on land, favor on ownership. Please go get land, go get your house. If you already got a house, go get land because we are coming into a time where us, especially believers, Christians are going to have to have ownership. We are going to need our own. We're going to have to have ownership. So please go out and do it. You, if you qualify, if you know, you got what it takes. Please go utilize which which you have worked so hard for. It is nothing wrong with that. You are not wrong for being in a place of doing the right thing and making sure that you you know were were um, intentional about you know bring, getting your credit up and saving money and you know you know being on a budget and you know doing all the right things. It's nothing wrong with that. You still get the reward of your labor. You still get to eat the fruit of the land. Like please, but there is something else that God is doing as well for those who are in a place where they do not qualify. And God is still going to do it for you if you believe. God is still going to do it for you if you believe. If you are crazy enough to take God at his word, if you are crazy enough to praise him in advance, if you are crazy enough to decree and declare it every day, if you are crazy enough to go do whatever he tells you to do, I don't care if he tell you to start getting rid of all the stuff in your house, do it. Do it. Because God is moving. He is moving. He is moving among us. He is doing the miraculous. Miracle signs or wonders are all around. The unexpected. I have, like I said, I've had so many instances of the unexpected happening in my own life this week and even in the lives of people connected to me. I've had surprises come up. So God is not playing. But it takes belief. Faith is our currency. Faith is your currency. Faith is your currency. If you believe, if you are just crazy enough to believe God, if you are crazy enough to step out on them waters, if you are crazy enough to believe the report of the Lord, you will you will see the unexpected. You will see the miraculous like never before. Amen. This is not, again, this is not from me. This is, I will not, I, I don't take any type of credit for this word. Um, this is straight from the Lord because again, I didn't even have no idea where we were going in the podcast today. I really was still unsure why the Lord had me title it, Expect the Unexpected. Um, and I was a little bit annoyed to be honest about that, but I still wanted to be obedient. And this is what the Lord is saying. He is wanting to do the miraculous in your life. So you have to come up. You're thinking too low. You're believing too low. Your faith is too low, says the Lord. Come up higher. Put him to the test. Believe him for something that is so impossible that only he can do it. 
even if if you qualify for a five hundred thousand dollar house, but leave him for a five million dollar house, and this might be for somebody. Come on now, I'm just saying, stretch your faith, stretch your faith. Now be wise, be led by the Lord, Amen. Don't be all you know. Be led by the Lord. Let the Lord confirm this word. Let the Lord really speak to your heart. Let this, I pray this already confirmation for somebody that you know that the Lord has been shutting the door because you are looking too low. He not letting that door open. He's not letting you get those jobs because you're looking too low. He's not letting you get that, that place because you're looking too low. He's not letting you get that place, that house because you're looking too low. He's not allowing you to go into that, that, that city because you're looking too low. He's not allowing those, the, it to open up for you because that's not what he has for you. He wants you to come up higher. This is for who it's for. You will know if it's for you. Please take it back to the Lord. Do not just grab hold of it because it sounds great. Because listen, there's a cost. Amen. It's a cost to having great faith. Great faith is cultivated. It is built. And a lot of time it is built by going through testing and trial. And so you want to make sure that this is your season. You want to make sure this is what the Lord is saying to you because some people may be in a season where the Lord is saying, you know, be content where you are. And that's okay too. But for some, God is saying, you've been in that place of lack, in that place of suffering, in that place of barrenness too long. You've been stuck in that cycle too long. You've been in poverty too long. You've been single too long. And he is saying, it is your time, but you got to believe. If you're like me, I'm going to be honest. This whole believing for my husband thing, I've just kind of like faltered. I faltered, right? I don't pray for my husband like I should. You know, I don't pray about my marriage like I should. I don't, you know, really believe, like declare and decree and really put the, the faith and energy into it. But how do I expect to see it? How do I expect to see it? You got to do your part, right? And so, you know, this is for me too. But God don't want us to be in this place. He ain't want to just bless us a little bit. He wants to blow your mind. But in order for him to blow your mind, you got to have crazy faith. So, you know, I just, God is good. Um... God is good. You know, this is just nothing but another testimony of just how God will come. He will come, you know, and, and give you what you need. And he will strengthen you for the journey. He will give you a fresh wind, you know, a fresh fire, a fresh anointing to fulfill the assignment. No matter how depleted and discouraged and down you may feel, if you give it to him and invite him in, he will he will strengthen you, you know, and it's nothing but God that I'm able to get on here and do the podcast today. So I give him all the glory and I pray that this podcast truly has blessed you all just as much as it has blessed me. I pray that the Lord is glorified. I pray that the Lord will confirm his word with signs following. Amen. Every word that he will perform it in the name of Jesus. And I just um, pray that pray that the Lord bless you and keep you. I pray that the Lord will make, oh gosh, I'm sorry guys. Yeah, 
I pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you. I pray that the Lord will make his face to shine upon you, to be gracious unto you and grant you his peace. And just know your past does not define you. It develops you and you are worthy.